I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello, it's the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio podcast, and uh, I'm with Emily and Gareth. Hello. And uh, the, the show for us is over. For you, as yet to begin. And the guest was Charlotte Hath- Hatherley. Oh, I loved her. Oh, I got her name wrong there. Hatherley. Yeah, she was lovely. And um, Can she be my friend, or does that sound a bit weird? If well, I she's, like you know, she's a pop star, so oh, I don't no. know if she's going to want to hang around with, uh, you know, any old soak. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she was great. The show, I, th- I think that there are some people who uh, like the show because sometimes it's chaotic and seems to be like the screaming one might hear from the home of someone in terrible mental anguish. <laughs> you know Jane Eyre, you know he kept his wife locked in oh, there. Oh, yeah. I feel if, we, if she'd have had a microphone in her room, that's what the show... <laughs> So it sounded mm. like, like Some that. Some people like it when it's like that. That's what it was. They, they would do. Have they the like show it. This week, I personally they? felt like you know when you're a child and you run down a very steep hill and you thought this felt like a good idea at the beginning, but I, can't, I simply can't stop now. I'm <laughs> out of control. I don't want to fall, so I have to just move my legs as fast as I can and see what happens. That's how it was. But yeah, I, it was exciting. In I that loved respect. it though, and also your manager came in, and I, that made me happy. Well, he came in. I think. Um, he got an emergency cab. <laughs> he, he thought I, I was I was hysterical. <laughs> when I say hysterical, I mean with a small H. And um, yeah, he came in to slap me across the face, and that I felt helped. I don't think he's that. Uh, I don't think he slapped me across the face since I hosted the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, enjoy. Absolute radio. Oh yeah, the World Cup. The World Cup. So um, you may have heard that um, me and David Baddiel are going to... Uh, I say me and David Baddiel. I had to, I'm now having to promote my own radio show, so I had to do a link where I said, uh, the World Cup podcast. <laughs> um, um, with, and I thought, I'd better put Dave first, otherwise Did he'll you? be on the phone saying, don't switch the billing at this late stage. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I haven't even done that bit. I'm with Emily and Gareth. Good oh, morning. I'm, I'm all over the place. That's yeah, I'm you're with Emily and Gareth, but it's going to be David Baddiel this, David Baddiel that. Yes, that is true. I don't know. Maybe I won't mention it again. I feel it's all <laughs> over the station like some terrible rash already. I'm, I'm already sick of it. Oh, to hell with the World Cup. Now, I did watch the draw yesterday. Did you watch the draw? Yeah, I watched that because I wanted to see what Charlie oh, Theron the draw was you're wearing. a girl. What about that? Oh, it's 1963, everyone, with Frank Skinner. <laughs> oh, if only it was. Um, God, I was handsome in 1963. <laughs> Just got my first job in the foreign office. <laughs> Frank, they said to me, you're quite a character. You you bet it. I said, not a woodbine. God, we laughed. Yeah, it was... Um, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the World Cup draw in that it was um, rubbish. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, why, terrible Why was it corporate. like some strange corporate? Yeah, it was like being holiday bingo. You know, um, sort of Butlin's bingo was Charlize kept saying, um, so, if I take a ball out of this pot, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, I like that. And there was a bit, my favourite bit was they had um, Makaya Ntini, the South African bowler, was introduced. And Jonathan Pierce was trying to think of helpful commentary to say, and he said, ah, uh, oh, the great um, South African fast bowler now, Ntini, um, bowls very wide on the crease. <laughs> I thought that's you're really getting much too cricket detail there at the World Cup draw, Jonathan. Sure up about it. 
I, d- I didn't see the draw, but I saw a lot of the run-up to the draw on Sky News. Oh, you watched the run-up <laughs> yeah. to the draw? Are you one of these people who watches the run-up and thinks, oh, that'll do me? Yeah, I, I lost interest. They talked a lot about the ball. You know how Sky News, it goes round and round, and they keep doing the same things every so often? Yes. They talked about the ball a lot, because they designed a special ball. Yes. Yeah. The best thing about Sky News is, the fact is, there isn't 24 hours worth of news. <laughs> no, no. There isn't. So you have to talk about everything till it's dead, dried out, yeah. horrible husk of news with nothing left at all. <laughs> when there was a whale stuck on the Thames, do you remember that? There was a whale yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, oh, was, yes, that was Oh, yes, I remember that. And they were saying, uh, right, well, we've got... Uh, they've been talking about the whale for about three hours. There wasn't that much to say. Like, oh, look how the water comes out of its back. There was, you've said it then about a whale. They got this... They said we've it got... It doesn't um, look well. He said that we've got um, Dave uh, Dave Willits on now, the uh, the Sky Sports angling expert. <laughs> and they got him on to talk about the whale, and they showed you this thing up the river. And he said, "Oh, look, there's this that platform's obviously on its way to help." That platform was a fixed platform, been there about two years. Anyway, that's this so is, not Frank. Is our World Cup group a good one? Um, do you really want to know? Yes, I do want to know. Well, it's a good one if you like dull games. Oh. I would rather have had really, really difficult teams. Well, early on, what... but then we might get knocked out. No, you've got to start, you know, you've got to kick... It's like this show. We started off, you know, rocking and rolling. Or did we? <laughs> anyway, I am... Uh, there's a World Cup chart in the Times today, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, you're going to fill it out? Well, my best ever World Cup chart, I was in Dresden... Um, not for the bombings. I was, although I was with the Foreign Office at the time. I, I said, uh, "I said, leave it to Bomber Harris. He knows what he's doing." And uh, Bomber Harris, these parents showed great foresight. <laughs> so um, I, uh, what was, oh yeah, and there was this street which was like a red light area, and it was just—I um, don't know if you can say prostitutes this time of the morning. It was women who, those kind of women, all sitting in the window, and they had flags of the various nations they came from. They 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 World Cup themed the brothel. It was brilliant, and it looked like the best World Cup wall chart that's ever come out. <laughs> Each, you had to fill in a smiling prostitute for every country. Oh man, it made me so happy. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. When we was in Germany, obviously me and me and David Baddiel did the World Cup, and uh, we had a, we had a, a spiff in time, but God, I I got fat. Did I got you? Really. Fat. Well, in Germany, you can only they eat fat basically. You go and they just they just eat red meat. That's all they eat. And it was you're quite a slight thing as well. I am quite slight. And David was on one of his. He started off on one of his diets. <laughs> oh, because Davey likes to diet. Oh, Dave. he loves a diet. Oh man, I went out with Dave once, and uh, we went out for lunch. And he said, uh, "I said you want one of your, He said, "I'm on the Atkins diet." I said, "All oh, right, you know, and you know the Atkins is just protein. No, yeah, no, carb, no carbs." Right. Yeah, so um, we had to, so the lunch came along, and he said, "I'll have um, I'll have the chips and uh, and and then he ordered uh, dessert after." I said, "It's a, it's an odd version of the." <laughs> he said, I don't, "I don't go on it till two o'clock in the day." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works, wow. does it? You do that. My best thing once was I went round Dave's house and he said to me, uh, do, you want a, do you want a chocolate? I said, I, I will have a chocolate, thank you very much. So he took a, an envelope, a padded <laughs> envelope, out of a drawer. Are they like blackmail chocolates? <laughs> and, uh, and, and took it. And I, I thought, you know, they'd been sent by a mad fan and been injected with, uh, with bromide or something. 
And I said, where did they? He said, oh, no, he said, I've joined the, I've joined the chocolate club. <laughs> How old was he, sent, nine? They sent me a different kind of chocolate every week, different box of chocolates. <laughs> chocolate club? <laughs> Marvellous. I love David's chocolate club. So whether they'll be able to find us in South Africa, I don't know, the chocolate... I'm imagining a, a man on a scooter <laughs> with uh, with the padded envelope on the back and some milk tray. Can I say milk tray? Do they still exist, milk tray? No, oh, do they? That's this morning's phone-in <laughs> on 8.12.15. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, the milk tries to exist. I will see how many... Ver- that's not really the phone. We've, we've had a text in already on 8, Have 12, we? 15, haven't we? Yeah. Gareth, would you like to Good do the one, yes. it says Don't on- squabble about who rains it out. <laughs> dear we- Frank. There'll be others, I'm, you know, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> As dear Frank, I think I've figured out how to f- finally have a text read out on your show. One, start with dear Frank... Two, tell Emily she looks great and her voice sounds sexy. Uh. Three, tell Gareth his last gig was excellent. From Rohan in London, hoping to hear this on the podcast. Well, frankly, I don't think I get enough texts in telling me my last gig was excellent. But no. that would get why, why out. Why is that? Why is that, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah. I think we get too many saying that Emily... Yeah, is, we get a lot yeah. of ex- Emily. It might be I think we don't get nearly who- enough. <laughs> I feel that they come from the same people, but they all live in North London. <laughs> and they all use your email address. <laughs> How dare you. Yeah, I wish, I wish they wouldn't do that. that. That's just ridiculous. Absolute Radio. So, um, I tell you, so I'm quite excited. Rod Stewart's on ITV tonight. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's on. And uh, he's, it's like a sort of a special ITV... You know those sort of special ITV things that aren't that good. Mm. It's it's one of those. And um, what do you mean? What is it? What an evening with? Yeah, it's but it always feels like he's turned up at the church hall. On it when it's I don't know what it is, but I like the coziness. I once went to a uh, an audience with Rod Stewart. Do you remember those audience with programs? Mm. Oh they, yeah, they still do them. I think they I do. went to an audience with the Spice Girls. We've all been to one of those, love. Oh well, okay, yeah, but this was particularly good because when you go to those things, the whole thing was set up. You'd be in the green room having a drink before, um, and someone would come up and say, one of the producers would say, um, here's a question I'd like you to ask, blah, blah. You know, so you always, it was all set up, all the, and they knew what questions was coming and all that, which is fine, you know, who cares? But Rod, apparently, um, he said, no, no, I don't need any, I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll bosky. Which is, I, I admired him mm. for that, but obviously it was, you know. Did he mean he was going to take a collection? Yes. Well, he, he yeah, said, and he also, what they used to, they used to put all the celebrities at the front for security, and then they'd put, you know... The, the, people like the, me at the back. The, the ordinary people. Well, you'd have been probably a plus one. But the, <gasps> the people who just came on the other, they would be at the back. But Rod, man of the people, said, no, no, I want so, at the celebrities at the back, I want the real people at the front. I thought, oh, good on you, good on you, Rod. <laughs> So anyway, he comes on stage and he says, and he says, I'll, I'll sort the question, don't worry about that. So the, he does a couple of songs, lovely. Says to the, uh, just, he said, anyone got any questions? Bloke puts his hand up and he says, yes, mate. I thought, this is brilliant. This is like, not many comics would dare to this. This bloke said, why don't you make um, good albums anymore like you did in the 70s? <laughs> 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 the and Rod made some terrible thing about, you know, everyone's got different tastes. And, oh, man, oh. it was so awful. And then it went on. And he didn't ask any more questions for about half an hour. He obviously once bitten. And then um, then he thought, I'll go. I think he got, had the note from the producer, go to the celebrities. And, of course, I don't know if you know this, but Rod is very nearsighted. Is he? Yeah. So, um, and, of course, he can't wear the glasses on stage. No matter how no. long the fringe. It's, it's <laughs> at the edge of the rim. And uh, 
So he, he went random. He went completely random. He said, any questions from the celebrities? And somebody put their hand up. And Rod, Pitt, he sort of squinted and said, is that, is, is that John Travolta? And a voice said, no, no, it's Bradley Walsh. <laughs> I've never seen such... I don't think I've ever seen such disappointment on the face of a major, major recording star. They are quite low-rent sometimes, those audience oh, are you, What well, are you saying spa- about Bradley well, no, Walsh? No, I'm just saying at the Spice Girls, there was Linda Bellingham and Lee Sharp, and that was your lot. Oh, you were there as well, sorry. No, I wasn't at the Spice oh, Girls. You? I'd have been happy to have been at that one. I just... I went up to all... There was a time I went... I'd been to everything I was invited to, basically. It was just, they didn't bother inviting me. They just they just sent a car. They knew I'd go. Have you been to an audience with Gareth? Um, no, not one of oh. those programmes. Yesterday we went to see Tori Amos, didn't we? Is it Tori Amos or Tori Amos? Tori Amos. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. No idea. And that, So I was in an audience with you. Right. We were in an audience with... <laughs> that doesn't count. With, that doesn't count as an audience <laughs> with Frank Skinner, though, does it? Does it not? No, not, it's not about being in an audience with Frank right. Skinner, is it? She was good, though, wasn't she? Oh. I can't tell you. I, I honestly, I didn't know anything about Tori Amos. I only went because my girlfriend's sister, uh, Rachel, is mad about Tori Amos. And I thought, well, I'll go, you know. I mean, I can cope with anything. I took my iPod, <laughs> just in case. Turned out, she absolutely, she blew me away. Who'd have thought that? She was, uh, she was absolutely brilliant. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So I cried at... Um, at Tori Amos, the last song did she you? did. I did, I actually, I cried twice yesterday. Um, Why else did you cry? What was the other reason? The other, the other one was a bit, uh, no, it wasn't. It was, they showed, <laughs> they showed highlights from the 90 World Cup. On oh, the, that's really there. sweet, and I cried. So I cried twice for very various reasons. A delicate love song from a woman with ginger hair, followed by some shots of sweaty Englishmen <laughs> in Turin. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth and um, our guest Charlotte Hathaway will be in, in, in a little while. Well, she's while. just come in, actually. She did just come in. I wasn't going to tell them that. We had a bit of a... We had an incident. Yeah. We had... Uh, there the, was a social transgression, not a Tiger Woods transgression, no, a the, social one. the security man from the front desk uh, brought, brought Charlotte in. And Charlotte was all lovely and she gave us a big No, she did look lovely. Smile. And he, he was in a uniform and I, 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 God, I thought it was Foxy Noxy. It took, took a wrong turn in. <laughs> Yeah, but... Um, he was escorting her. He was, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, she she did look nice. I'm, I'm very optimistic now about the mm. interview. Isn't but, it? How uh, you judge people I like, like her that? already. Yeah. She had but good she had, personal feng shui. She had to be taken back out, though, because we weren't ready for her. We, she had to be taken out. <laughs> <laughs> now, we weren't, well, we weren't ready. I haven't prepared my detailed um, interview notes yet. She was so <laughs> Just talk amongst yourselves while I do that. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you two had an incident, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You haven't told me about this. What was the incident? Well, following on from the endless text we get of people staring at Emily over the webcam, we were walking down a slightly dodgy street in Soho. Were you? Can I ask Um, why? Well, we were on the way to get um, Emily's shoes sold. Sold? Sold. 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 (laughs) Resold. Okay. Not... Not so we sold. She's not out selling her shoes. Things Times haven't gone that hard. bad yet. <laughs> yeah. Times are hard, and we've got to sell Emily's shoes. <laughs> um, and we're walking down this little, past some dodgy shops, and there was an old man. And suddenly, he this was... street in London turned into Dickensian England. London. Okay. Yeah. And this old man goes, "Ha ha ha! Lucky young man! Lucky young man!" <laughs> 
Yeah, you weren't doing that. You weren't doing that thing when you waved that lottery ticket when you walked down the street. Were you? He was looming out of a strip joint, though, which I thought was a bit of a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's quite. Was, we were we were terrified. Mm. And Gareth then, put a really protective fatherly arm over me. It was really sweet. Yes. Well, I, it's a not. Do you take it as a compliment? I find I don't like it when people say that. If obviously, if, if you what go about ab- you? Well, if you go abroad, sometimes people say, "Oh, you are a very lucky young man." If you with, if you're an attractive young woman, as if you know, as if you have one in a tombola. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I resent it. <laughs> we, I went uh, cloud shopping with Emily after yeah. the show. Oh, last I was week. spreading what myself. What a social very life! Thin. I don't want people to think we just turn up here and only meet in the studio. Oh, oh. no, we have a social web. Don't we? Yeah, we went clothes shopping to I buy bought, you a suit. I had to buy myself a suit because I'm wearing a suit today, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, it looks fierce. Yeah, it looks... Fierce. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I think it's actually Ted Bike. <laughs> uh, and we went looking for... I, I was doing a, a TV show this week. I know it's hard to believe, but I, I was and I, I had to get a suit for it. And actually, the reason I'm wearing a suit today, I'm going to tell you this, mm. is yesterday I had quite baggy trousers on and... Uh, and, uh, and, and, a, and a puffer jacket and I looked in the mirror and I thought it looks like if somebody had kidnapped one of N-dubs and kept them for 40 years and they had to wear the same clothes I looked like it was the embarrassing sight of an, a, a greying haired man in some sort of wacky I'm glad you finally realised you yes. had a back to the drawing board moment I did I, I've got I, to really rethink this well I, I was I was thinking I was, and I said to my girlfriend Kath for support I needed support because mm. it, was, it was a difficult emotional moment I said, do you think this outfit's a bit young for me? She said, well, I think you should just wear suits. Did you? Yeah. She said, you're at an age now where you should just wear suits. And I thought, you know, you know she's right. So yeah, but the suit you tried on last week wasn't quite right, and I told you, in well, no it's uncertain had, it's terms. It's had too much material in, in the... There uh, were crotch issues. There were. There was enough crotch for me to... Uh, if I had a small kangaroo... Which I don't. I could have carried it quite easily in that. I mean, that's what it was like. It made me look positively marsupial. I said to the guy, I said, the trousers are a bit marsupial, aren't they? <laughs> he said, we can, we can take them in, but um, I, wasn't, I wasn't convinced. Absolute radio. <laughs> so, um, Charlotte Hatherley has joined us Hello. in the studio. What about that? Woo! Thanks. That's yeah. a good. That was a good. Sorry, Charlotte. That was very welcoming. We've never quite worked out, there. Charlotte. We're doing this since March. We've never quite worked out how to welcome the guests in the right way because we don't want to whoop. Whoops. No. You must do a lot of radio shows. What's the normal greeting? Um, just straight in. Really? Straight in, Frank. No applause. No. Right. No fanfare. But there's croissants here. <laughs> yeah, there are, there's croissants and fruit in. and coffee, so it's mm. all good. Yeah, we were all right with that. We've been worried the security man brought you upstairs. That's never happened before. I know. We Maybe thought, I'd upset him. Uh, yeah, did someone go off <laughs> in the foyer? I don't know. He didn't talk to me. He was being very rude. So was <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can sort this out, I think. Yeah, I think Let's sort should. it out on air. Get him up here now. <laughs> we'll have a trial. We'll have a mock kangaroo court. I'll just see what I've got in the crotch of my trousers. There'll be one down there. So, look, we love your album, Charlotte. Well, thanks very much. And, and we're, we're so relieved that we did. Otherwise, we have to lie, obviously, to the guests. Yeah. But um, we, we really genuinely like to... It's called New Worlds. It is, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and let's get out of the way. Is it, It's out now, isn't it? Yeah, it was out a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, so I would very much recommend you you um, you go and buy you people out there. So um, most people, I guess, do they know you from Ash? Is that what is that what the, what the? Yeah, mostly. But this year, I've been on tour with Batflesh for like eight months. I've been playing guitar and bass with her. Um, 
So it's starting to wane, the Ash right. collection, but yeah, mostly. Is it a thing that, I mean, you know people don't like talking about their past things. You always say, oh, that's all behind me now. Yeah. I've risen from Ash. You don't Phoenix stop going on about three lions, though. Well, I talk, what can I do? It's, <laughs> it's not about me, it's about Charlotte, sure. <laughs> but it was only four years ago, that's the thing. I've only left Ash when I was um, 26, 27. Right. And I'm just 30. So, you know, it's, it doesn't feel like I've had a massive amount of distance from it. It's still quite relevant and... I was very excited to see that you'd work with Brian Ferry. Yeah. Mainly because um, I like to do an impression and I thought this could give me a... Okay. Every now and again, it must be like that. It's almost like Vic Reeves on Shooting Stars. He did a fantastic Brian Ferry Did he? Now what you've done, you see, you've made what I consider to be an unfavourable comparison. I don't think so. It's very favourable. We haven't gone on to the fact your mum was in Carry On films. You can guess what's coming there. That's the gold is coming up. <laughs> so you're you're touring, or are you about to tour? I've just finished. I've, I've just um, oh, we can't plug that now. Well, I'll be touring next year, but I've, I've just been on tour all year long, so I've only just got back, and I'm just a bit shell shocked. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, do you like all the hotels and travel and all that stuff? There's something quite special about touring. It's a sort of unique experience, and and it's weird. I found found with Ash, especially because you're touring with a bunch of people that you don't necessarily hang out with when right. you sort of go back home and you you meet up at airports and you go off for like adventures and and then you have a bit of a break and you don't speak to each other at all but you share all these sort of quite intimate oh, I imagine weird you'd, experiences you'd, you'd be like the famous five you know you sort of be all hanging around together all the time with, with no, a small I think dog because it's because <laughs> it's so full on you know you're just in each other's faces all right. the time and especially with ash i was the only girl with like 10 well that 10 is, blokes. i suppose that is a, oh that's my dream uh, <laughs> yeah. lucky you I, I yeah. bet that makes it a bit that they're, they're, they're sort of watching bruce willis videos in the tour bus and star wars and Lord yeah. of the rings and, and you're playing with my little pony at the back <laughs> that's right for those of you who phone in with euphemisms that wasn't one <laughs> frank skinner on absolute radio Absolute Radio. <laughs> this is uh, the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio, and uh, Charlotte Hatherley is our guest this morning. Yes. She's still here. She hasn't walked, in case you're wondering. <laughs> now, Charlotte, I, I briefly touched upon the point that your your mother was in um, Carry On movies. Mm. That must have been. Um, so, were you tiny, tiny then? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't remember her, her filming them. I think I was too young for that. But I grew up on Carry On films. We'd just watch it all the time yeah I was obsessed with them and she was in four or five you're obsessed because she was in them not so much that I just thought they were the funniest things ever and then as you get older you sort of realise that they're quite filthy yeah but when you watch it as a kid it's it's all very innocent and kind of weird it's quite a surreal world did you ever answer the phone and, and hear no <laughs> Did that ever happen? No. So they didn't come round your house and stuff? No. I, I sat on Charles Hawtrey's knee oh, as a child. That's I, amazing. I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> but that was much later. You know, you had, you had to get on in showbiz any way you can, I found. Yeah. You sat on Charles Hawtrey's knee. Is pretty, there a photograph of pretty that? Pretty cool. No. Oh, that would have been such an album sleeve, Charlotte. I know. And, yeah, Mum, she, she went for the uh, Pauline Fowler role of EastEnders and she lost out to... Oh, oh. she auditioned she, for it. She could have been. And, she, you know, she's been in loads of stuff. She went to RADA and so she's quite, well, you know, theatre trained and a bit of a lovey. Yeah. So she, she sort of, when I was growing up, she hated talking about carry-ons because 
she kind of thought they were a bit beneath her. Yeah. But now, you know, she absolutely loves it. And she was in Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. She oh, was, was a zomb- she? She was a zombie. Oh, so she's... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. she's still at it. Yeah, no, oh, she's... Oh, well, it, it, she's will she be listening? To, is she the sort of mum who listens if you're on the radio? She will not be listening to this, no. OK, well, um, OK, well, <laughs> well, to hell with her, then. <laughs> Here we are, it's plonking her early, career like mom. there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the way this show's going, there won't be. Hey! <laughs> hey, Dave! Yes! <laughs> um, that was a fictional person. So, so did you not consider acting then as a, as a career? There must have been, because you'd have had all the, all the contacts. No, not at all. No, I hated it. I was too shy, I think, as a kid. I hated drama. Um, my dad's a writer, but me and my two sisters were all musicians. It's a fabulously creative family, Yeah, it is, though. isn't it? It's nice. How, how many are you? How many siblings? There's three, three leads. And you're all musical? Yeah. Now, would you be one of those? Because I went and saw uh, Rufus, Rufus Wainwright, and... Uh, they also he's like his auntie, he's a folk singer, and his dad and his sister. Mm. And there was about nine of them on stage, all related. And they said, "This is basically what we do um, at, at Christmas. Oh, we uh, we all sit around and and play." And I thought, "Oh, that'd be lovely." Do you, do, would you do that? Yeah, no, I think that'd be awful. <laughs> um, no, I think with sisters, I think we we drive each other crazy. We kill each other. I think. Don't you get around together. the piano at Christmas and stuff? No. Oh, <laughs> not really. My big sister's moved to Sydney now, so well, that that makes it difficult. Yeah, you, could, you could Skype. You could do it on Skype. You could Skype. Yeah, yeah. after Frank, Skype, Frank's yeah, family Skype. all get round and play the fall, don't you? Which is very musical. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's fabulous. My dad going, <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, Absolute Radio. We also we did have a text for Charlotte, though, didn't we? Yes, we did. Frank, can you ask Charlotte if she did anything with Andy Partridge, Earl from Slough? <laughs> Wait, that, oh. sounds, suddenly, that sounds euphemistic. You, sa- you sound miles away now, suddenly, yeah. to me. How weird. <laughs> Something weird has happened. Um, did you do anything with Andy Partridge? Oh, I wrote a song with Andy Partridge. Oh, he's, he's a hero of oh. mine. XTC is one of my favourite yes, bands. Yes, I remember. And for my last record, we co-wrote, a, well, we co-wrote loads of songs, but um, one of them ended up on a record. A uh, very nice man he is from Swindon. I went to his little shed in his garden. Now, I'm a man of, uh, in his garden. Mm. Did he have uh, a pear tree? He did. Did he? <laughs> he had loads. You will see, that's what you That's the photo opportunity you want, <laughs> is it? Andy Partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. Who'd be able to resist that? How Christmassy. <laughs> Nearly as Christmassy as the fall. Yes. No, the fall is autumn, surely. <laughs> Oh, You've got gosh. completely mixed up. <laughs> and, um, well, last week we did a similarity between me and the guest. Do you remember that? Yes, John was, Richardson was on. And what was the similarity, well, Gareth? I'm, the striking and remarkable my, similarity. My name's Gareth Richards, but my dad's called John Richards, so I'm John Richards' son. You can imagine He's how that went down. <laughs> yeah, so... John, Richard, uh, John Richardson couldn't breathe. He was so appalled <laughs> by them. Was, <laughs> it was Ga- a bit... Gareth's claimed that he's got something in common with Charlotte. He's been saying all morning. very exciting. Yeah. Um, I, you it? were born in 1979. I and was. I was also born in 1979. Oh, wow. Oh, it so is, we're the it same is a small I imagine <laughs> Arthur C. Clarke will be on the phone at any time <laughs> saying, can I do a documentary about that? <laughs> I think there's a glitch in the Matrix. Yes. Like one of those strange moments where it seems like the whole universe what? is connected. And as they say in Charlotte's house, Matrix. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that is... Uh, now, what was that thing your mum... I'm worried about your mum now, because, as I can say, all the best stories happen off air. Your mum hoovering. Was yeah. it your mum or was it your girlfriend? My mom, well, Laura was watching my mum, Laura, my wife, was watching my mum hoovering, and my mum hoovered over a cotton reel. Mm-hmm. 
and um deliberately it, no by mistake but it started the, the thread started going up and then the cotton reel the whole thing was unraveling into the you know the thing that spins around in the hoover that was well, I, I haven't seen one for many years <laughs> i've heard the cleaner with You've one but i've never looked <laughs> well it was it was reeling up the whole cotton reel and the cotton reel was dancing around so her mum was transfixed by it why so, didn't she switch it off well something? she got transfixed by it so she just let the whole thing go up is your mum a kitten <laughs> she's many things but uh, not not a kid so but oh, um, and so she, but she let the whole thing go up just because she was transfixed by it and laura said why did you do that and so oh, i just it was dancing around so amazingly and then she had to take the hoover apart and unravel it back onto the spool and laura said well just cut it off and she goes, i can't do that i want the cotton she <laughs> kept the cotton as she well kept the cotton so she's she, a, um, I'm liking the sound of your mom. She sounds like a, an yes, eccentric character. Car- Have you ever done... So that was something she did for the curiosity. She just let the whole thing go just because she wanted to see what it would look... Have you ever done anything like that? Um, I killed a cat once for that <laughs> very same reason. <laughs> for just for curiosity. Have ever, my mom used to say... I wish she'd done this now, because sadly she, she, she's, she's dead, my mom, but she, she, all through her life she said she'd looked at the back of television sets. You know, they used to have like that, the back on them with like the grid before the plasma, and she used to really dream of pouring a kettle of boiling hot water down the back <laughs> while the telly was on. And obviously it would have been extremely dangerous and oh. expensive. But I wish now... You see, it makes you think, isn't it? It's worth doing those things. So if there's anyone at home thinking of doing something really dangerous... <laughs> No, actually, I'll take that back. <laughs> so I think we, we now come to the uh, to the end of the show. Charlotte, do you have a final word for us? Um, no. OK, well, that'll do. That's a final word. <laughs> I've, uh, I've stuck with it for years. And uh, g- go and buy Charlotte's album, which is called New Worlds, because we're not just saying it because uh, she's here. It is actually... It's really um, good. It is rather splendid. And um, that's Bless about you. all from us. So um, good day to you. <laughs> Grant Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.